says the Lord God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of the least of brothers of mine, you did it for me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you accursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. A stranger, and you gave me no welcome. Naked, and you gave me no clothing. Ill and in prison, and you did not care for me. Then they will answer and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or ill or in prison and not minister to your needs? He will answer them, Amen, I say to you, what you did not do for one of these least ones, you did not do for me. And these will go off to eternal punishment, but the righteous to eternal life. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Amen. Joyful, joyful. My dear friends, we made it another year of your life. You just spent one year of your life 
journeying with Jesus every day of the 365 days. You just spent one year of your life growing closer to him, one year of your life receiving new gifts from him, one year of your life being healed by him, and now uh, next week we're about to begin a whole nother year with the Lord, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the God of Gods, who is our Savior, our Redeemer, and our Healer. And so we came, we have come now to the last Sunday of the church year, and it is, we are celebrating Christ the King. And I want to meditate on that with you by thinking about that the king needs a kingdom. There's no king without a kingdom, so I want to meditate with you on the kingdom of God. This idea of we are members of a kingdom. And this very word itself in the New Testament, the word for kingdom in the Greek, it's basileus, is used 162 times in the New Testament. And this, this phrase, kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven, is used 70 times, 30 times alone in the Gospel of Matthew. It's a pretty important concept that we are members of the kingdom of God, that he is our king and we are the members of his kingdom. You know, everything in the Our Father is pretty important, and it's right in the Our Father. So something we say every day to God, Thy kingdom come. If the Lord put it in the Our Father, it's important for our life. And we say every day, Thy kingdom come. Because we are praying for that every day. We are hoping for that every day of our life. I always hope, and I think you probably know this already, but I always hope that Jesus returns right in the middle of Mass. Then he'll say, like, good boy, Simon. <laughs> but we're waiting for the kingdom of God to come. And there's a verse, you know, that is recommended that everyone should memorize from Matthew 6, uh, verse 33, where Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added on to you even from the lips of our Lord himself. Seek first the kingdom of God. Has something central to our lives. Has something, again, we're praying about every day, but something that we need to seek every day to be part of this kingdom of God. So in order to think about it more, I wanted to put it in terms of English grammar, and I wanted to think about kingdom in terms of subject, verb, object subject verb object because it's all of those things in our life because it's so central to our life the sentence of our life is kingdom 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 subject verb object something that's that important so for the subject what is it well Ezekiel put it so well right the Lord said he's going to come and be our king he himself the people he put in charge to do it did not do a very good job. I myself will look after and tend my sheep. I myself will find my scattered sheep. I will tend to them. I will rescue them. I myself will pasture my sheep. I myself will give them rest, says the Lord. The lost I will seek out. The strayed I will bring back. The injured I will bind up. The sick I will heal. 
but the sleek and the strong I will destroy and I will shepherd them rightly. God said he would come himself and do it. He himself would be our shepherd. That's exactly what he did when Jesus came and took on our human nature. He is our king. He is our shepherd. God sent him into the world in order that we might be, he might be our king and we might be like him. That's the verb. That was the subject. The verb is we need to imitate Jesus. Our kingdom is of heaven. Our kingdom is of God. But in this earthly situation that we're in, in the secular world, we imitate Jesus. That's what our gospel was all about. Matthew 25, it's the final exam. So go ahead, you're going to be judged on Matthew 25. So th there it is, we need to imitate Jesus. We need to feed the hungry, give drink to the thirsty, take care of the poor, take care of those who the Lord puts in our path that we can help. Can't, cannot ignore the poor. Jesus says in the Gospel of Matthew as well, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter my kingdom, but the one who does the will of my Father. And it's the will of our Father that we are ambassadors of love and that we imitate Jesus and that each person we meet is Jesus and we take care of them to the best of our ability. This is why God has given us anything so that we can share it with others. This is why God has given us all the things we have so that hopefully no one will go hungry, no one will go without. And that brings us to the object, you know, this verb, the object. You understand objects, so if you say in a sentence, I'm going to the store, I, that's the subject, am going, that's the verb, and then the object is the store. The reason that we're going is to the store. And the reason that we're alive is to be part of God's kingdom, to be members of the kingdom of God. That is our commission and our mission in life to be a member of the kingdom of God and to bring others to this kingdom. Others that will uh, also come to know who Jesus says. And what I'm talking about here, of course, is uh, divinization or deification. We are made to be in union with God. God wants to marry us. God wants to be one with us. So the object of our life is to be one with God in his kingdom not by ourselves, but with all the other people in the world who are part of God's kingdom, we are all become one with God. Jesus says, also in the Gospel of Luke, Amen, amen, I say to you, the kingdom of God is within you. <laughs> this union with God takes place in our interior life, in our soul. We are made one with God. And this is the object of our life. This is the object of the Holy Mass is called Holy Communion. You can hear it right there in union, communion with God. And this is what we are being changed into and made into. So I decided for your homework uh, today that this week you should listen to Handel's Messiah and think about the kingdom of God as you hear those words. Think about the kingdom of God, what you're called to be and who you are.